The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. You didn't put booze in there. Perhaps you should give it to my daughter. Melt that chilly disposition of hers. She won't let me see my grandson. I'm cut off from him because I don't like her treating him like a trained poodle. I swear that boy doesn't piss without her permission. The way she frets and fusses over that boy. If only she'd let him run, let him breathe, let him live. She won't even let the poor kid ride a bicycle. And that's from Chocolat. And we all know the experience of being having someone in our life, whether it's a parent or a grandparent or somebody, who lets us live, who lets us breathe, who lets us enjoy our lives. And we know the opposite experience, too, of being around people who don't let you breathe. Either they're angry with you all the time or they fuss over you all the time. And I highly recommend this movie Chocolat, and I highly recommend doing the thinking work to figure out what people you want to invite closer into your life, into your inner circle, and what people you want to think twice about and say, you know, I don't like being around that person. Maybe I don't want to invite them that close into my life. And maybe I do want to spend a little more time with the people I love. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness, and it's an opportunity for you to pick up the phone right now and give me a call regarding any problem you're having. My number is toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER, and I have a website, drkenner.com. I recommend books. I've got articles you can read or you can listen to podcasts. That's D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. And right now, I want to welcome Gloria to the show. Gloria, Maria, you have um, a son who's got some anger problems? Yes. Yeah. Um, it, it, they told me on the note that they uh, refer to a psychotherapist. Okay, you know what? It, it's a little hard to hear you. Um, oh. How old is your son? He's 10. He's 10 years old. And what it, you said that you went to a therapist? Yes, I went to a psych, uh, psychiatrist. And uh, okay. he recommended me to take him to a psychotherapy. Uh, a psychologist is, is psychotherapy, yeah. Yes. Uh, he has a. Uh, it's a 10-year-old male with anger, PMH, ADHD, taking concerta. Okay, he's got ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, Correct. right? Yes. And the main thing that's showing is the anger. Right. Okay, so, and do you, do you know what that is? No, I don't. Okay, uh, let's see. I want to say two things. Sometimes, some people call... ADHD, Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, the disease du jour for kids, meaning yeah. that Mark Twain, delightful Mark Twain, would have been diagnosed with ADHD, meaning any rambunctious, alive kid who hasn't been sedated and would be uh, categorized as ADHD. So it's very much overdiagnosed. Okay. So sometimes it's diagnosed, and it's it, it used to be called... Um, MBD, minimal brain damage. But who wants to label their kids with minimal brain damage? So guess what they did? They changed the label, ADHD. And what parent doesn't think that their kid is inattentive? Right, right. <laughs> You're not listening to me. So I want to just say that you want to really know your own kid and you want to make sure he doesn't get labeled for life with a diagnosis that doesn't fit. So what they do refer to, I will give you um, some of this, what they call the symptom picture or the symptoms of ADHD. 
First, it's inattention. They're not paying close attention to their schoolwork or other activities. They just seem very uh, disorganized. Right. Uh, but healthy kids can be disorganized because they're not interested in schoolwork. The teacher's boring. You know, there could be other reasons for that. But they may have a very difficult uh, time with any sustained attention, you know, be, whether it's playing or um or uh, doing some schoolwork. So he's 10 years old. Is, it does, is there anything that he loves where he can truly attend to? Uh, he's usually on the computer playing computer games. <laughs> Fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. So I would say that his values are computer games. Right. So it's, it's not that he's inattentive. He's inattentive to what we want him to be attentive to. Just like my husband may be inattentive to taking out the garbage, <laughs> right? Now, my husband's wonderful. I've never had to. He just does it. But, you know, a lot of people joke about that. Why? Because it's not as fun to right. be doing that as opposed to be reading up on computer programs or things he enjoys doing. So we're right. all like that. Uh, he could lose things. He's easily distractible. These are some of the symptoms. He has difficulty organizing tasks, and he avoids them. So you really need to know your own son to see whether the diagnosis fits, because a doctor just meeting your son may not get a clear picture of it. The hyperactivity, let me talk about the hyperactivity part a little bit, Gloria. Yeah. Um, a hyperactivity is when kids just kind of fidget and squirm in their seat. They run about or they climb on things, but that it's over the top. Uh, they may have some difficulty in sitting quietly. Yeah, he, he has that. And he, he may feel, it may feel like, you know, you have a little wind-up motor on the back or a little button you push, and he just is like the Energizer bunny. Exactly. Okay. Well, on one hand, it may be something internal, or it may be, guess what I'm about to say? I don't know. <laughs> a kid that's fully alive. Oh, he is. <laughs> and he's he is. just, he's a little scientist. He's a little explorer. Yeah. So, um, again, I want you to not, when, when parents think that they have a, a kid that's got ADHD, they start acting towards that kid differently. Mm -hmm. And I want you to really clearly look and s at, at what he's able to focus on, what he isn't, whether his hyperactivity occurs because he just is a little explorer. He's he gets bored easily. Yeah, oh, my, my son would, oh, if he gets bored easily, well, maybe his mind needs to be more engaged. I mean, if you'd ask a kid, sit still, don't speak. I mean, we used to take my kids out. And my kids would get under the table and play with each other, you know, like it was a house. Yeah. And my, we, we would be with adults who would get very upset. They have to sit at the table. They have to behave. Right. Well, how boring to sit for, what, an hour and a half at a Thanksgiving meal just sitting there? You know, I'm exaggerating with the time. But for kids at that age, you need to be able to recognize, you, you don't give them the, uh, free reign, but you want to recognize their attention span and that they are hungry to learn. Um, the last thing I want to just touch base with is when they say attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, they talk about 
being very impulsive, they, you know, not waiting your turn, interrupting or intruding on others, uh, just yelling out the answers to questions before they've even been completed. Again, maybe he's got a fast mind. So tell me a little bit about your son, just in a nutshell. Well, he's been, uh, I mean, I've noticed him being hyper since he was a year and a half. Okay. He's never sit still. Now he's 10 years old. I'll be driving my van, and I have other children. How old and are they? I have him. He's 10. I have a 2-year-old daughter, and then I have another a 12-year-old son that is also ADHD, ODD. Okay, so he's got oppositional defiant disorder. Right. That's a, def- a different one. Okay. And I could be driving, like, from, I live in Pennsylvania to New Jersey, and this child will not stay still. He'll be all over the van while I'm driving. And yeah, I'm that's, that's tough. Okay, so um, so maybe I did overstate it. Maybe with him that you, you do need some help, but you also, none of us come with, uh, the kids don't come, the kids come with a little tag that says some assembly required, mm-hmm. meaning we need phenomenal parenting skills and we don't have, we may not have a full um, terrific skills. It's so, hard for me, yeah. So there's a wonderful book on my website. Oh, the books by these two authors that I'm going to mention are fabulous. They're How to Talk So Kids Will Listen and Listen So Kids Will Talk. And you can just go to my website, drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. Um, they've written other books, you know, How to Talk So Teens Will Listen, How to, Siblings Without Rivalry. And my guess is that there's some rivalry going on in that van. Um, and for the younger one, you could go to www.guideyourchild.com, which may help you with your two-year-old, too, because okay. the two-year-old is in the van, too. So listen, thank you so much for your call, Gloria. Thank you so much for helping me. Oh, you're welcome. Bye-bye. Right. Bye. And what is it like now? This is a big shift in gears here. But what is it like to serve in a war? What is it like to serve in, let's say, Iraq? What if you're the person being called over and you have to cope with the waiting period, just sitting and waiting, knowing that you're going to be leaving your family? How does it affect your family? When we return, I'll be talking with Jay White, who's a readjustment counselor from the Hartford Veterans Center, and he will talk about his personal experiences in Iraq and the problems that soldiers have readjusting to civilian life when they return. I am Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the Serious Romance Guidebook by Drs. Kenner and Locke. We often communicate in ways that sabotage our relationships. Most of us have some psychological baggage that we bring into our relationships, and it affects how we communicate in word and deed. Screaming and swearing, the silent treatment, interrupting, talking in a cold manner, giving looks of contempt, smirking. These are a sample of destructive communication techniques. Here are additional examples of ineffective communication techniques. Sarcasm. So you think you have all the answers. Name calling. You're such a slob. Negative comparisons. Your brother would never have a messy car. Giving authoritarian orders. Clean up this mess right now. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy the book at amazon.com.